0: Hashem, <laughs> service of Hashem, <laughs> with the Kabbalah, <laughs> so acceptance upon the yoke of Hashem, in a way that uh, will um, will surprise you. Okay. okay, all right, let's go. Splendid. But um, let's say this: let's say that there's something of this that uh, that we that, that is meant for us, and uh, something of this which is beyond us, but it's still. Uh, there is something we have to take home from us. That's good. Right. There is the is something for us to or is it... Always. There are different models in the service of Hashem that we're going to discuss. There's a simple servant, there's a faithful servant, there's a child. So the simple servant that we're going to discuss now um, isn't, isn't the ultimate way of serving Hashem, especially the way, the initial way that ever presents it. Later on in the discourse, Rebbe explains how the simple servant also has pleasure and enjoyment in what he's doing, because of a, uh, as we'll see later on, but the initial way that the way this this servant is presented is not actually uh, the ultimate way of serving Hashem, as we will see later. Don't be stuck on. Don't blood. be stuck on the on the on the uh, yeah, no, no, no. on, on yeah. the way it sounds. It's just, cause, but but really, there's there's something in here that that, that, that means us, and uh, and, and we, we, this is this is a starting point. Okay, now, the analogy. Of these two um, kinds of servants can be understood in the analog, in our service of Hashem. You can understand what this means for us in our service of Hashem. The Jewish people are called the servants of Hashem because of their bodies. Because we have a body, we have to accept upon ourselves the yoke of serving Hashem. Like we call Hashem our father, our king. We call him our father. Because of our neshamas, we call him our king, but to accept upon ourselves so Hashem's yoke, and it doesn't—it's not natural. That's because of the body. Hashem is called the king of the Jewish people and their redeemer. Now, so and tuck you tuck you down. If I find some page from on this kabbalah sill, this acceptance of the yoke of Hashem is like the acceptance of the simple servant, the first kind of servant that his service is with a great yoke upon to, to um, take on, to suffer through all kinds of hard jobs although it's very much against his will and yet despite the fact that it's being so much against his will he, it becomes his nature to do this Because of the yoke of service, he's accepted upon himself, because of his fear of his master, this service, which is totally against his will, totally against his nature, it becomes his nature because of his fear for his master. This is his own essence, to serve his master. He is not an entity for himself. What is he? He's a servant of the master. He has no entity for himself so too is this in regarding acceptance of the yoke of Hashem. Because of fear of Hashem, because of reverence for Hashem, it's called, this kind of acceptance is called a servant of Elokim. Elokim, of course, means Hashem, but Elokim also has a specific connotation about relationship between us and Hashem. The word Elokim is related to rulership. Ma- Elkim means a master. So you have a, a servant. Elkim means that he accepts upon himself the yoke of Hashem as his master, as his ruler. Because of his fear and reverence for Hashem that's in his soul. Because of this He dedicates his entire body. So this body becomes literally like an ox. An ox carrying a burden. That's how he becomes. That means he exerts himself. His human strength. He exerts himself. Oh, I forgot to put on these guys. Uh, He he exerts himself far beyond uh, his, um, his nature. Uh, that means he goes with the yoke of Torah and all day long. Even though it's against his, his, his nature. Basically, this guy um, has accepted upon himself the yoke of Hashem to such an extent that it's not that he's constantly battling with himself to the will of Hashem, but to do all these things that we're talking about, because of this deep acceptance of Hashem in his neshama, these um, these these challenges aren't 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 so formidable. He, he's he's, he's uh, so deeply devoted to the that that there is not a imagine like, that's why that's they give him a parable of a slave. Like what's the point of the parable? Serving Hashem, accepting upon yourself the yoke of Hashem. The purpose of the parables is to actually to portray to us that we're not talking about a regular kind of person. We're talking about someone who is so deeply accepted upon themselves the yoke of Hashem. So that there's not a challenge for each specific mitzvah. Oh, am I going to do this? Am I going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say, The guy is, has has achieved such a deep devotion to the Eivishter that it's not, um, it, these things don't challenge him. He, his body is is going against its its nature his body doing all these things that are against its nature and yet this has become his nature because because of his acceptance because of his devotion like a friend of mine told me about this he uh, was teaching in yeshiva and there was a boy who always came late to school, late every day and he joined the israeli army and uh, after a period in the army he came back to visit him in new york and he asked him how it's going in the army he said it's going grow and how often um, have you come late and uh to to, to to work in the army he said, what are you talking about <laughs> he didn't you know what he's talking about <laughs> how, how is that possible to come late the army so <laughs> this 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 uh, friend of mine couldn't believe it like, like it, was, it wasn't just like he never came late it was out of the question of coming late right Cause, because because or another friend of mine, also in, he, went, went, he was in the miluim, the reserves of the army. He said that um, that he he was he was once on service and then he went back to do uh, miluim to do to do uh, training for, as as part of the reserves. So, uh, so he said the second he put on the, those 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 uh, army clothing, all of a sudden it made sense to him that this twenty year old sergeant can boss him around. You stand up, do push pushups. You know, like it, 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 it's it's a it's a change in. Um, it's a change in, the, in, 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 the, in every fiber of your being. You are now a soldier. So, in a similar way, this guy is a servant of Hashem, or this guy is going to be a servant of his master. It, 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 he, there's something inner that's, that's not the same as, as by another person. Therefore, these, these, the, the terremist that he has to do is, yeah, it's against his will. It's against his desire. It's against what he's used to. But this whole question is going to show up because there's some kind of, of, of um, transformation that he, that he has achieved through this deep acceptance of Hashem's yoke.
1: Doesn't it apply pretty much in everything? When I, mean, I ask a person who had an
0: appointment with me, and I don't know if he didn't show up or came late, whatever it was, and I ask him if this was a business appointment and he was applying for their job, would he really do the same thing? And of course not. So yeah. it's a different perspective how you look, whatever it is, what the importance, what has changed in the guy who was in Miloen, It's it's a whole. Different perspective. What you're saying is in The previous sefer says that if the to that a person is is foolish and he goes after physical things. And he for a business appointment, he will never delay it. But for spiritual things, we don't care so much. That's a, that's that's a sense of priority. That sense of priority. Or is you're making a decision, you're going to a business meeting with a sense. Even the going to business meeting is this, is Part a decision. Is the differences is not It's not a really decision. It's it's still, right. It's, it's, it's not undis- a in the business, meaning you decide. I don't want to miss this no matter what. It's a right. decision. A decision. I really care about this. In the right. you don't have the decision. Right. And In the miluim, you're in the army. You're you, not Ar- making a decision. When you're a your servant. a master. It, it, you belong. Servant to a him. master.
1: Yeah. Is this equivalent to the model of low fear and low love and high fear and high love?
0: Um, I, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not so familiar with those those terms, but uh, but definitely a. This is definitely a. We're calling a lower level. But it's, it's definitely not the ultimate way of serving It's not the highest so level. The
1: model that I heard, and, and I remember reading in the latest book, is that it's a, a baby to its mother, right? So a baby to its mother, the mother picks it up, it suckles it, it changes its diaper, and of course that's low low love, okay, because you're attending its physical needs. Then the he gets two or three years older, and he has to learn to be potty trained, he has to learn to talk and walk and do all the things around the house. And then he doesn't want to displease his mother so that's kind of low fear when it comes to loving hashem first we start with low love you know understand hashem is our creator but the highest level of relationship is high fear where we stand in awe of our creator and that's why we would never do anything differently
0: i i think that this person with this kind of service hashem, we're, t- we're talking about someone who is in a state of i definitely fear of his creator. He feels the Eibesher's presence in a very, very real way. And therefore, he's, he's, he's afraid to go against Hashem's will. The Eibesher's presence is is there. This person's life all day long. Um, uh, Let's go further. Okay. Um, She-nei. She-nei. Chafetz. She-nei Chafetz. Even though he doesn't want the yoke of Torah. Leib doesn't want any yoke. He doesn't want the yoke he wants to be free in everything despite that he wants to be free from any yoke nevertheless he's done it he has accepted the yoke of term to work to work hard in hermit all day although he doesn't want to he has not because he finds any gain in what he's doing I mean or because he finds any benefit and that this is good for him Or because he feels the light in what he's doing it's not because he wants to cause pleasure to Hashem this guy is not relevant to the whole discussion of feeling the light and feeling the benefit because he's accepted upon himself the yoke of Hashem therefore he must do what is the desire of Hashem he's unable to be free and just go walk around um, not doing anything just walk around without the yoke because the yoke of the master, the master meaning the master of all, does not allow him to be uh, to cast to um, to be um, free to be off from any service that it may be, and he forces him. This yoke forces him to do whatever is the desire of Hashem. He has this yoke upon him, and the yoke does not allow him to just be. Um, What's the word? Bottle. What did I say bottle? Just to...
1: move.
0: Uh, no, fine I don't mean bottle in, in the Hasidic terminology. You guys have been pickled in Hasidic shoes. I mean bottle to be like... Consumed? No. I mean just to waste his time. To do some Barmah What's Barmah Words that are vain. Waste. 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 Ah. Yeah. To waste his time. He's unable time. to waste, to just walk around uh, and, and, and just wasting his time was like a servant, a physical servant, True service means that they cannot waste his time. He he always serves his master. He always does something which is related to his master. The yoke of Hashem upon him does not allow him to waste his time to walk around wasting his time. Rather, he serves his he does his service all the time. Although there's a yoke, he doesn't really want to do this, it's a yoke. However, this yoke upon him forces him that it can't be any other way. It, it, although it's, it's not something he wants to do, but it cannot be any other way. You hear? He doesn't want to do it, and yet it's impossible any other choice. So to not do what Hashem wants is not an option. Even at nighttime, he will not rest and sleep what does it mean he won't rest? That means he will he will wake up from his sleep to learn or to sing songs to Hashem and by saying kill him. even while he's asleep, his acceptance upon the yoke of Hashem will affect his sleep to be the way it's meant to be, and to wake up according to Allah when he's supposed to wake up, or he'll wake up in the middle of the night if he. In order to prevent himself from a, a stumbling block, uh, apparently that was referring to him having thoughts which are not meant, the way they're meant to be, and he is in the middle of the night, and he's, he needs to, he needs to get up, he needs to get up. So at that, so he will he will get up. Uh, so when it, whatever's going on. Even though he's sleeping, and even though it's it's just like um, a, a a a very um, uh, a, a very small corner of his life, nevertheless he will be he's he is ready at the ready to protect himself from doing the wrong thing that Hashem doesn't want him to do, or do, or to do the service of Hashem. That doesn't describe exactly what the michel is, or how how getting up is going to protect him from doing the wrong thing. I know Ramiel Silovashov used to always say that the lowest point in, of spirituality, uh, beyond the pillow, the lowest point. The, the, the lowest point is when you're in your bed and you're not tired enough to go to sleep, and you're not uh, 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 um, energetic enough to wake up. At that point, the eight Chayim just like starts dancing with you.
1: <laughs> That's <what laughs> yeah, all kinds
0: yeah. of thoughts in your head. I mean, if you're sleeping, you're sleeping. Ready to get up? you ready to get up. Here you're like, I don't want to get up, but I. So, so maybe that maybe that, that person is such a state where he is like, um, in 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 that in that confused state. He needs to get up because it's not it's not. Uh, you will not know, you like this one, Dr. Bruss. The word oh, mizchamagid is. Oh, oh, oh. Says that we say in davening <laughs> every day in the six, six, six remembrances we say, um, you were tired and weary and you're not God fearing. Yes. So mizchamagid said, the fact you say. That you're tired and weary, you're not ready. That itself means that you're not God-fearing. If you're God-fearing, then you 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 that wouldn't be an option. I'm tired. <laughs> what does tired have to do with it? What, what what needs to get done? Okay, yes, but there is a time to go to sleep. No question about that. That's also um, that also indicates a fear of Hashem to go to sleep when you're meant to go to sleep. Yeah, you okay. that that's your source of energy. Yeah, the physician of the the used to say was called the, the partisan. He used to say. To go to sleep, you can't for a minute. But to rest, you could rest for 10 hours You can rest. <laughs> 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 <Komekin>. <laughs> so you rest. Go making. It's can't yeah, you know him. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you oh. I know, you know, you know, you know, know,
1: Okay, that's So we describe this as sleep latency, how long it takes between the time you lay down and you actually fall asleep. And there are four stages of sleep. And this first stage that you're talking about is called light sleep, where you think you're awake, but you're not, you
0: know? You have to have a lot of time to memorize. They'll go through what, what, in that, in that first stage. If, yeah, 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 yeah to.
1: Yeah. But, 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 okay, but it's just my own personal experience, I think I may have mentioned this before, but there once in a while we have a bad dream, okay? A terrifying dream, you know? You're, you're getting chased by a dinosaur, God knows <laughs> what. Or what's going on? And this is a bad dream, okay? I just made that up. So, so what I do, because it, so. it, it yeah, because yeah. So yeah, I wake up and uh, I, I gotta get out of bed. I gotta open my eyes and I go up and I look at the Gokhaneen blessing. You know, Master Universe, I'm yours, my dreams are yours, I had a dream, you know, you know how it goes. And then I say that, and then I am able to fall back to sleep, and I forget the dream.
0: Okay, okay. cool. Um, uh, um, you used to stand behind the rubber. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if that's uh, If that's appropriate to say that. Ah, against the rules. But I don't know if that's for everybody. That sounds, oh no, no, no. That's that's that's, that's, that's your that's neshama. My, that's your neshama. Yeah. That's where you're. That's yeah, where you're that's connecting. My no idiosyncrasy. problem. Idiosyncrasy. I don't know it's, a, it's a idiosyncrasy, but it's definitely it's definitely something that's working for you. Yeah. So so, anyways, but uh, whatever is going on, the guy he needs to get up. Halachically, he says that he's he's he, if he's going to stay in bed, that something's not going to going to happen to him spiritually. He feels that he has to get, he gets out of bed. If he um, if something Hashem wants him to do, he'll he'll he will he's at the ready so too he forces himself in all on uh, uh, all physical pleasures he conquers the spirit of his of his passion although it's very much against his nature to leave something that he is an attraction to nevertheless nevertheless he he nullifies his desire in his nature against his will and he forces himself No matter what, you will not go against the will of Hashem. No matter what. Forcing himself isn't so heavy. It isn't so hard for him. Why? Because again, because his acceptance of the yoke of Hashem helps him. Because of this acceptance of the yoke of Hashem upon him. He is afraid to, God forbid, go against the will of Hashem. This acceptance... It's like the guy wearing putting on the uniform of the soldier because acceptance, he's afraid to go against Hashem's will. Since this acceptance is in such a way that he loses himself as his own entity, right? That's a deep acceptance, he becomes a servant of Hashem, automatically it's easier for him to negate what he wants, and to put himself on the side, because of, his, of his, his acceptance, the yoke of Hashem is so deep, it's easy for him to just put himself on the side. No, you're not getting what you want. You, the, the Hashem doesn't want that. The gam you shall, yeah.
1: How and why did he have such a deep acceptance, acceptance? of the yoke of because Hashem? I feel like that's
0: the that's the this key, is yeah. the
1: assumption, and we're, we're talking all about the effect.
0: Of it says because of fear of Hashem. Because okay. of fear of Hashem. So that's how did assessment. he have such such a, such a great fear of Hashem? A, um, that's a good question. Um, it could be that this, it says in Tanya that there are some neshamas that the moment you think of... It says in Shulchan Aruch, Aruch. it says that a person should always think about Hashem's presence as soon as they get up. And and then it says in Shulchan Aruch, the moment you think about Hashem's presence, immediately you're full of fear of Hashem. The optimist says in Tanya, doesn't work for everybody the same way. Right. You're know, automatically full of fear of Hashem because of the thinking of Hashem's presence. Instead, Allah says over there in Tanya, chapter 42, that some people have to... You have in you a fear of Hashem, but you have to... Uh, it's 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 a treasure that's in you, and you have to uh, look for it. How do you look for it? Al says by meditating deeply about how Hashem's looking at you and listening to you and counting your steps and uh, checking your heart. So... What chapter is that? 42. 42. So, so, so it could be that... Um, there are some people which have, a, this is more natural to them, some mm-hmm. people which have to work to achieve this kind of Hashem's presence in their life. Could be, and the Althabist says also that even the souls which are more, more, uh, were, which are naturally more pure, it could be because of uh, various uh, uh, negative uh, things that were done, could be that that sense of reverence for Hashem has also um, been hidden, gotten come, come deeper, it's reverted deeper into, in, within, and therefore it needs to be an effort, a little effort to think about Hashem's presence in order to to make that make that more real.
1: And the first thing we do in the morning, right? You know, Maidani, they, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like mean, he it's doesn't, like, it's possible to exist even for a short while, if one of them open, one of them be closed, you know. Mm. You know. Okay. Got my attention. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Thanks.
0: So, um... It's <laughs> real, that's a real <laughs> oh, It shouldn't be that the Ebishers is a no no, put, no, not, no, no. no. rhinoceros. a rhinoceros chasing after you, and he's no, huge, no, no, he's a no, 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 terrible no, no, rhinoceros. That, low but, but, but also now,
1: don't limit him to not a rhinoceros.
0: He's yeah. uh, a king, king of all kings. He's low fierce. Okay. Yeah. Um, he um, mind, so, you know. there's some there's some Jews live their life uh, in fear of this rhinoceros. He's not He's not the Jewish God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's not a God. Okay. Just, 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 this. They had this terrible nightmare when they were kids of this rhinoceros, and they they made that God into that rhinoceros. Okay, let's move along. The Gam So you said rhinoceros. Is yeah, an
1: animal or rhinoceros.
0: Yeah, people. Some people they think of God, and they, they think of like someone's some terrifying um, thing that could attack them, that's going to zap them. They don't. They go against his will. So they they they're they're, they're, bit, they're, they're saying balls. baruch, baruch and they're saying Lighting humming yeah. because they, because they're looking at God as someone who's going to hurt them and zap them and uh, and He's God is this, to them God is like this 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 awesome rhinoceros who will attack them at any moment. Okay, latish As opposed to our faith that the Eibister is good and kind, His kindness is infinite. So their God is is rhinoceros. So don't have that God. Let's get rid of that God. God, and also this servant of Hashem makes an effort to to um, to crush the power, the evil in his heart. How does he do that? How does he try to crush the evil in his heart? And making an effort with his heart and mind and avening to negate all strange wills. We're we um this person is making an effort to trying to uh, change himself by meditating. Meditating about the, about Hashem's presence, uh, in order to uh, in order to uh, get rid of all negative feelings in his heart. And to hold himself back from Doing things that he shouldn't, not only physically doing things, but even things he shouldn't think about, things he shouldn't say. <laughs> because of the yoke of Hashem upon him, because of the yoke of Hashem upon him, he will hold himself back from doing anything wrong. <laughs> the yoke of Hashem upon him spurs him to serve Hashem, to daven. To learn Torah, to give tzedakah, Even though it's heavy, and not, not just one specific. The whole thing's heavy. The whole thing's a heavy thing. The and it, it it makes him get out of breath. Meaning, not just doesn't mean just physically get, get out of breath, but it's like it's, it's exasperating. This idea of he has, to, he has to always serve Hashem, and Hashem wants this, and Hashem wants that, and it, it it's not it's not easy. He doesn't find any pleasure. And enjoyment in what he's doing. Whatever he's doing is because he's forcing himself. He's always putting his desire in the side. He's always perkvetching himself. He's always special He's not. He's not allowing himself to to um, uh, do what he wants to do. He is containing himself and he's holding himself back because of the will of Hashem. It's not like he's like, you know, some people have a soundtrack in the back of their head while they're doing a mitzvah. Tuki did a mitzvah, tuki did a mitzvah. You know, they're they, they just walking like, like, see, like, ah, look at me, I'm the guy, right? So he's not that guy. He's not the guy who's saying, oh, look how great I'm doing. He doesn't feel a light of Hashem in his davening. He doesn't feel light of Hashem in his mitzvahs. He does feel like the action. This has to get done, and I'm going to do it. Hashem wants me to do this. And even the action, He's doing it just because he has to. Whatever he's doing is because of the glory of his Creator. And even if he does the things properly, and he goes, "Ah, oh, I did a good job," it's not that he is—he um, uh, doesn't give credit to himself. He doesn't say, "Oh, look, I did a great job." He just says, "This is what the way it's meant to be done." If he's a faithful servant, he won't pat himself on the back and say, "Look at, your, your, look at you! Look how great you are!" All of his goodness is for the sake of his master. Whatever he's trying to do is for the sake of his master. Elsewhere, Rebbe uh, Hashab quotes from Imagine a, a, a servant who makes a beautiful vessel for his master. So who gets the benefit of this beautiful vessel? He makes a beautiful vessel. He makes his master this amazing crown. Who wears the crown? It's the master's crown. So the servant has nothing of this of this crown. No one's going to say, "Oh, look at your servant's crown." They say, "Look at the king's crown." So so to this 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 guy, the servant of Hashem, he doesn't take any credit at all from his faithful service to Hashem. It's not for him. It's just to cause Hashem pleasure. And nevertheless, despite the fact that it's not for him at all, it's just for Hashem, nevertheless he works really hard in it. He, he, he is like an ox carrying a burden. He's putting his shoulder to carry the yoke of Torah against his will. He's dedicating himself with this yoke of Hashem, like an iron yoke to serve Hashem, and this has become his nature. He has changed his nature because he's accepted upon himself the yoke of Hashem, and he's no entity for himself at all. So this guy... Has no simcha in what he's doing. <coughs> On the contrary, he looks at himself a uh, lowly. Uh, but the the, the, the the what what we're learning over here is is that uh, the his center of gravity is the service of his master. Yet yeah, there is there is uh, he's not at the, at the ultimate service of Hashem. There's more to be achieved. But this is the starting point. The starting point is that you belong to the Eved is, uh, the, the, we say in Davening, make the soul of your servant rejoice. Give simcha to your servant. We want Abish to bring a simcha. Why do you have to ask Abish to bring a simcha? Because it's not, you, don't, you don't have simcha by yourself because you're at the state of service of Hashem where all there is is the service of Hashem. In the, and, and therefore there's no sense of um, taking credit. It's a real, real mysterious nefesh. There's no sense of self at all. Uh, but again, to our Western ears, I know it doesn't sound like a very glorified place to be. But uh, but when Hashem, we'll see how this is just, this is the step one of serving Hashem, and uh, we'll go deeper. I mean, on own is not the